Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool, bed, chair. Where are you at? You're home, actually. Yeah, I'm home, and it's about uh, 78 degrees and humid as uh, uh, sitting in a sauna outside today, so I'm sitting inside. And our, our heat and humidity is back, so it's nasty out today. How the heck that happened in December? You tell me, buddy. I don't know. It's supposed to rain a little bit later today, and then it, and maybe a cold front will come through and, and chill things out a little bit. We had to, like, this. It, the people that have been here this week have, have got to be so confused. Uh, <laughs> Monday and Tuesday, it was, and Wednesday was actually literally, it never got out of the out of the 50s on Wednesday. I worked outside all day and actually got a lot of stuff done in my backyard, and it was a fantastic day. But not out of the 50s. But then Friday, uh, 84 and sunny. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know that people went from sitting by the fire at Kidani village or a Jumbo house and enjoying it to uh, going to blizzard beach the ne- next day. So <laughs> wacky. Well, well, I've had a few of them trips in January and February. It was our anniversaries yeah. in January. So we've been down a few times for our anniversary and you know, the, you know, and then we've been down for mom's birthday quite a few times in February. And we've also been down for Valentine's day in February and, when you go those kind of months, you could literally be in shorts one day and pants and long johns the next almost. <laughs> We've had it in February. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah it, it's actually supposed to get down to, I think that one day I told you it was it never got out of the 50s. We had a, high, a low of, I think it was 37 or something out here anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to get that chilly again this week, but then it'll be 83 again by the next weekend. So I don't yeah. know, man. No, I promise you, there was one day when we were down in, remember the year we rented the house? Remember the crazy weather when yeah, I met you yeah. guys? Lisa stole your jacket and you were freezing? <laughs> it was chilly. Yeah. Well, that trip there, I, I promise you, I wore long johns to Magic Kingdom one day. It was that bad. <laughs> you know, because I had them on leaving here. Because it was freezing, we left. You know, and oh, yeah. uh, I had them on and I took a pair down because I seen the weather report of, 38 degrees a couple mornings i'm like well i'm gonna be at rope drop i'm like i'm enjoying myself i'm not freezing so i brought them i brought a couple pair down with me 
You know, you have to have every spectrum of uh, if you go January. Yeah, you have, uh, you have yep. the winter and summer when you go down that time of year. Yeah, yeah, you never know, and you can, and if you're here more than three or four days, you may get both. So. And here, uh, we're, I'm starting to feel like an old mop wrung out with the rain. I mean, it's been raining like every day for the past week. It's raining again today. Uh, I want the rain to stop for the Eagles game this afternoon. That that I don't like. I don't want to be playing in the rain. I hate. I hate. Uh, we've gone over this a hundred times, but I hate any kind of. I want the best weather on the best surface and the best game. I don't want to hear because especially playing this team this week because if somebody farts in the 400 level, the noise was distracting me. It's the reason why we lost is what the Niners will be saying. They're the biggest crybaby of a football team. We lost last year because we didn't have any. Our quarterback got hurt. Well, your coach is the reason your quarterback. I mean, if you listen to the national media right now, we shouldn't even, the Eagles shouldn't even be on the field with this team. Uh... We are not good enough to even beat Brock Purdy, dude. Brock, I mean, I don't know about Judith and Tommy, but they they might as well just forget about Tom Brady because Brock Purdy is already better than him. He is the greatest last-round draft pick in the history of football right now, if you listen to the media. They're the greatest team. They lost three games in a row only because of excuses. We don't know why. There was reasons for it, but apparently they meant nothing. And I'm just tired of it, John. I feel like an underdog sitting here. Do you? Do you it's just sad, and I, and I'm crying in the rain. I think it's all the Eagles fans crying about listening to Niners fans cry. <laughs> okay. No, it's just been. Uh, I don't know. Your your team is the the most highly represented team in the entire country at Walt Disney World. So yes, it, I don't know. It's we got a nation, a, but we're not crybabies. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, get on X or Twitter, Debo, every one of those players. We got a full team now. And if you listen to the narrative from all the media, it was like they came in here last year without a quarterback. The, like the narrative has changed. Not that our coach was a stupid moron that blocked the best defensive end at the time, pass rusher in football. He had the most sacks last year. Uh, Hassan Reddick with a tight end. You did it three times in the game and got your quarterback hit. You got one concussed and the other one a broken arm for your stupidity. But if you listen to the national media, it was it was because they came in here without a quarterback, John. If you just came to this planet from Mars, you would think, those poor 49ers had to play the Eagles last year without a quarterback. No, they had to play us without a quarterback because we knocked the crap out of them. Now, that's two different narratives, isn't it, John? Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean... I'm just tired of it, dude. I mean, like, there's nobody, like, nobody's talking about the 8,000 injuries we have. We're not. We don't have it. We haven't had a secondary or linebacking core the entire season. But the poor 49ers are injured, Johnny. We got to feel bad for them. They're the best team if they're 100% healthy. Well, you're not. Shut up. My wife is in store. My voice is already shot because you can hear it. We went out to dinner last night at Carmine's down in Atlantic City. You ever hear of Carmine's, John? Yeah, you were telling me that's like the uh, official Italian restaurant. It sounds very uh, uh, mafioso. <laughs> hey, dude, I wore my ring on my pinky last night. That's all I'm saying, John. <laughs> Brenda brought me this uh, cat. You've probably seen it, the cat's eye ring with the diamonds on it. It'll fit my, it barely fits the one finger, depending on, if it's my time, I'm holding water that month, John, if I'm a little bloated. 
<laughs> all right then if i'm a little bloated it don't fit my ring finger so it fits my pinky finger if i'm not bloated johnny it fits on my ring finger but yesterday i was going to the italian restaurant i was afraid after all the food i would eat i would get a little bloated so you know what i said hey goomba i'm gonna put my ring on my ring finger so i mean on my pinky right. so i went in there feeling like tony soprano last night <laughs> yeah. hey you give me garlic bread over here is what I was telling him last night. But no, we had a yeah. we had a fantastic time. There was twelve of us, John. That's a nice nice family style dinner, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. No, uh, you would have been that episode when uh, Tony walked over and got the guy to take his cap off in the uh, in the restaurant. That would have been that would have been your uh, your your version, right? <laughs> yeah. Remove your hat. <laughs> yes. Yes. We had a we had a great dude. The place is very nice. They have original one is in New York City. They had one here, and there's one. I mean, there's another one in Philly, New York and Philly, and they have one in AC. And uh, like the last time me and Brenda did family style, we did it up in Lancaster with my father-in-law, and they put us at a big table, but we were with there were six of us, but we were with some strangers too. Yeah, yeah. So Brenda didn't enjoy that that much. She was a little nervous, and so was I about, you know. But I kept telling her we're going with all friends. Last night it was fantastic sharing like that was incredible. The the plates were I mean the food was out of this freaking world. The company was out of this world. It's so nice when you get a group of friends that everything was discussed except for anything that would start trouble if you get what i'm saying yeah Yeah, we just it was just all it's always about fun like we all none of it just breaking each other's stones laughing giggling i mean to the point we're all showing pictures of our goofy dogs and i came out of this thinking presley's an angel after listening to some of the stories (laughs) (laughs) i had to come home and give him a hug and saying you're not so bad unless we touch you when you don't want to be and you bite us but besides that you're pretty good so but yeah, because my one buddy Jim and I hate to tell him this story, but his uh, his father had an 80th birthday party, and his wife Leah is a fantastic. She bakes like incredible, and she baked a cake for his father's 80th birthday party, and they hired a private chef to cook the meal because they wanted to spend time with dad. They said, but they they had friends that did this, and they figured it out, and it would be worth a couple extra dollars because it was going to cost them a gazillion anyway to cook the meal. To just have somebody cook it for them. This way they could spend time with their dad at the birthday party instead of being in the kitchen the whole time. But Leah wanted to make the cake. Well, here when she let it cool, she put it in one room and Jimmy didn't know. The, I think this is how the story went. It was loud, but Jimmy didn't know the door. that He left the door open and he didn't know she put the cake in there. And here the dog ate the cake, Jim. I mean, you know, <laughs> I felt so bad. So... That poor dog is on the poop list, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I would imagine. Yes. And the other one's telling me about, Robbie's telling me how his dog eats everything in the house. And I'm thinking, I'm pretty lucky. Unless I put my fingers in Presley's mouth and he don't want it, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> no, but it was, dude, we had a great time last night. I love all my friends. It's nice when you got a group of guys that you work with, they even want to spend, they're like brothers to me. You want to spend time with them out of work. You know what I'm saying? It was a great time. Yeah. We had a. We started off with a with a romaine, big plate of romaine, which the dressing on that was out of this world. Uh, uh, we had a clams, a, a clams, John, which they were really really good. Uh, they were one of the appetizers: calamari, stuffed mushrooms, and stuffed artichoke. Do you like stuffed artichoke? 
Uh, Doug, if it's an Italian restaurant, I like it. Okay, uh, yeah, because so, you know it's stuffed yeah, with the good stuff. Yeah, man, I, I, there is uh, there's not a single thing on an Italian restaurant menu that I won't eat. So not not one thing. So, I mean, the clams were incredible. They they were really good. I mean, it was so great though. We gave Jimmy the last couple because Jimmy's the littlest guy at the table, but he cleans it all up for us. If you follow me, he's he has a good appetite, and he uh, don't want to see food go to waste. He's like you, John. That's that's ingrained into your head. Yeah, so. he is the same way. He was the same way, and uh, he had the, the one clam was the only one that wasn't open. And he's fighting, and I'm I slid back because I'm worried about getting juice all over my pants. And <laughs> it, it, it was a whole scene, and he finally cracks it open. There's not a damn thing <laughs> in it, John. <laughs> it was the oh only empty clam in the whole in the whole bowl, dude. But now. And then uh, for the main course, we had a shrimp parmesan, which was incredible. Chicken marsala, which was really good. Uh, shrimp scampi. Uh, what else? We had uh, meatballs, the homemade meatballs, which were incredible. And then we had a big plate of the salmon that came with mussels and clams with that too, John. It was this big serving. I mean, it had... I, I can't even count any mussels and clams on this plate, too, that were all caught. I mean, it was, it was, we were so stuffed from the appetizers that we didn't get pasta for the main course. We got everything yeah. else with it. And then for the uh, dessert, we had bread pudding, which was hot. And I, I, you don't usually get bread pudding hot, have you? Uh, the, I mean, at Ohana, you know, yeah. when they bring but out you, the, yeah, but you the, know, most places one, don't so. bring it out like, I mean, this is smoke. I mean, it was, it was incredible. And then we also got this, uh, uh, chocolate, uh, lava cake or chocolate. I, I forget the name of it, but oh my God, Brenda's after everything, that piece of that cake, that chocolate, chocolate tart, tort, chocolate tort. My God, that thing melted in your mouth, John. It was like, it literally, the ingredients were just. It just came out the oven when they put it on your plate. That's how good it was. We had a we had a fantastic time. And again, I'm shocked. I think the more you go, the cheaper it gets. Like we went out to this meal last night in Carmine in Atlantic City and and, and it's beautiful inside the Tropicana just once you get off the street and get into Tropicana. <laughs> I mean, you're driving around the block to get in here, dude, and I'm telling you, have your mace. That's all I'm saying. Have mace, have something with you. Have a stun gun. I don't know what to tell you, but it's not a great neighborhood. But getting, but once you're in, once you get in the parking garage, you feel like you're you're in a different world. And we get we went in, and the twelve of us ate, and a whole meal. It's gorgeous inside. It was packed for Christmas. Christmas trees up everywhere. It's very festive. They did a beautiful job decorating. But the whole meal was twelve of us. It was one hundred thirty three dollars a couple, John. That sounds great, dude. We had guys drinking McCullen whiskey, and, and I had three Peronis, or two, I, I bought one at the bar. So I had two Peronis, Brenda had two drinks, I mean, uh, guys were having Pinot, Pinot Noirs, we had, uh, uh, the girls were drinking these lemon drops and chocolate drops, and I was shocked, dude, I mean, I gave 160 because one couple didn't drink, and they refused to, they were trying not to get us to pay more, if you get what I'm saying, but... I was right. happy to do it. I mean, eighty dollars a person for that. Where do you? I mean, I, when you're drinking, area, I don't think that and tipping all that was tip included, John. 
No, yeah, that's not, that's not that bad, especially for a, a schmancy feel, fancy meal like that. It sounds like you guys had to roll back from uh, Atlantic City. Oh, we did, and then we went in the casino <laughs> afterwards, and we played. Uh, you know, you know, we threw like forty bucks in the slot. I'm lying. I only threw twenty bucks in the slots, and we didn't hit a single time. I think we hit one cherry for. We were playing the dollar machine. We hit one cherry for four bucks, and then it all went out the door again. <laughs> yeah, one of those deals. Yeah. But we had a good time, but. Dude, I didn't get home to twelve thirty last night. I feel like an old. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sad, John. I ain't used to that. I felt like I felt like Cinderella. My glass slipper fell off, and I didn't make it home by midnight. <laughs> I was turning into a pumpkin. <laughs> we were the first ones out. I'm sad to say it, but dude, I just can't. I can't stay up late anymore. Can you? Uh, my schedule's always. I have me up late at night and early early in the morning. So yeah, I, I don't feel good. Uh, no, but uh, sometimes I have to do it. So, but now, like usually on a on a on a normal night, even not having to work uh, today, Doug, we were all in bed by ten thirty last night. Yeah. So yeah, it's just not the same anymore. You know, what are you gonna do? No, I just can't do it, dude. I I couldn't believe how late it was. But our meal wasn't until seven forty five. We got seated, so we we weren't even out of the dinner till almost ten o'clock, dude. I mean, you know, no, and that's what that. you that's what you want to do when yeah. you're eating a meal like that with that friends like that and everything. No, you want to linger. You don't want to sit. You don't want to rush that. That's for no, sure. It was great time. It was such it was so wonderful when you got. I mean, everybody gets along with everybody. There's not one curmudgeon in the group. I mean, everybody is. You just feel bad that you don't get to talk to everybody as much as you wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you're yeah. all set far, sitting far away and all that other stuff. But now we all, it was it was a blessing. It was a really good time. I'm I'm so thankful for the job. Gets on my nerves a lot of the times and stuff like that. But I am very thankful for the group of guys I get to go to work with every day. And it's been a while for me to say that. But that's the one thing that keeps you around doing what I'm doing with this company is I do love my friends and that means a lot, John. You know. Yep, yep. You enjoy the people you work with. Yeah, it it was. Uh, they're good guys. They're like my brothers. You know, said and uh, dude, I'm. This is where I get my uh, my brownie points. It just came to me. Like all the guys were on one side of the table, all the girls are on the other side of the table, and and this is why I'm Captain Handsome and and Mr. Romantic, as I like to call myself. This just comes to me, John. All the guys are on one side, all the girls are on the other, and the meal's over. And I said, that meal was great, but it was nowhere as good as the view, John. Looking at all the women. <laughs> Look at me, John. <laughs> you sexist butthole, you. Uh, yeah. No, it was beautiful looking at the girls. They were they were all a thing of beauty last night. It was That was the best part of the meal, looking at all the women, all the wives smiling, John. It really was though. All kidding aside, that's what made me come. It was just nice, you know. It was it was really nice to see, with everything going on right now, it was just nice to see six girls on the other side of the table, or all of our wives, smiling, laughing, and having a really good time. You you, you get what I'm saying? It hit me if you follow me, John. It was yep. And then looking at all my friends next to me, just laughing and smiling. It's rare that you can get three or four hours anymore when you're having that good of a time. So I really, I really appreciated last night. It was a good time. I, I love all my friends. So, a salute. <laughs> all right, is that, did I do that good, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it spot on, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I can pronunciate that way, just like I could say, uh, Buna and uh, kissing me. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you went to Disney World on Monday, John. Actually, it was Tuesday. I worked at uh, Animal Kingdom and then left story. It really wasn't. You just wanted to make me look stupid. It's okay. So you're at yeah, Disney on Tuesday. You were at the Magic Kingdom. Go ahead, John. I'll shut up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I finished at Animal Kingdom, and uh, I, thought I had seen something for a couple of bucks that I knew I wanted to get Lisa at uh, Magic for Christmas, so I ran over... There is no running to the Magic Kingdom. There's parking, taking the tram, taking the... <laughs> Dude, <laughs> walk, uh, know what I call going to the Magic Kingdom? It's Disney's version of playing trains and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty really, pretty much is. So I took the tram to the parking lot, and then I, I walked over to the Polynesian because I wanted to take the, the ferry. And, and I got off at 2, so I was figuring, well, maybe if I rush things, I could be there by 3 and catch the 3 o'clock parade. But, you know, with all that and, and the different transportation here and there and all everything, so I got into the Magic Kingdom at like 325. Well, well I didn't remember uh, that, you know, the parade starts in Frontierland and then slowly winds its way through the entire uh, park before it gets on Main Street. So I got my uh, Coke and my popcorn and the parade was just coming down the street. So I had perfect time and perfect view of the a parade right there on the the you know, the uh, guest relations building right yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I stood up there and was able to see the parade come right by. So it was a great view. So enjoyed that. And then I went over and stood in line. It said 45 minutes, but it actually took about 30, I think, for the Jingle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, went on the Jingle Cruise, had a really good skipper who, uh, although tired, looked like she enjoyed it and did all the all the good jokes. And there's some really corny ones for, for Christmas, of course. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, enjoyed that. Rode pirates, uh, got Lisa's little thing, and walked around the rest of the park. But I, I wanted to go on Haunted Mansion because I wanted to see the. Uh, I don't think the Hatbox Ghost was in there yet. I think they installed him a day or two after I was there. But I wanted to see that uh, creepy candle wax guy that we had yeah, he, seen the uh, last. Uh, it's that's nasty. creepy, man. <laughs> yeah, it's very, yeah. very nasty. And I wanted to see that, but. Uh, Haunted Mansion said 45 minutes or something, and I was there on a party night, so I knew that I was going to get kicked out shortly anyway, so I, I, that was a, that was good for me, and, and it was a nice chilly day, so I enjoyed walking around out there, so it was a good time, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to work the next day, and that's that's part of, part of me and my mentality is I don't like to be anywhere where I know I have to go home, get to bed, take, you know, take a shower, get ready myself, and John. go back to work. So I can't do anything on, on a night before I have to work. It just creeps me out. So I can't mm. do it. So didn't have to work the next day. So I knew I was, I was good to go to enjoy myself. So. Dude, I'm already pitching about this Eagles game before 25. Cause I know it's going to take so much uh-huh. out of me. I'm not going to go to bed till 11. Cause either way, I'm going to yeah. be either happy as hell or pissed off as Presley when I, I take something from, you know, Yeah, it's yeah. just going to be, one of those days, I, I like a one o'clock game, John, for the old man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and imagine if you actually, if you were the type of guy that enjoyed going to the games and you were a season ticket holder and you were had to go, to, you you just had to take tomorrow off. I mean, you know, it well, just. Well, speaking it, of that, you know, and I you I agree I agree with you wholeheartedly on that, but this is the NFL, and this is like so we always pick on Disney, blah blah blah, and because we love it, I mean. I, I know some of you don't think I still do, but I love it with all my heart. I'm trying to plan my next trip down, and we're still doing this show as mu- aggravating as things are, but everybody's doing it. Like the NFL now, do you see that Seattle, the Seattle Eagles game? Is They flexed no. it from Sunday till Monday night now. 
Oh, okay. Okay, the game's in Seattle. You know, so tell me this, and I and I'm even arguing for Seattle fans. If you're a family and you're a, and you book a game for Sunday, they they should be able to move the game on Sunday time if they want to. But they shouldn't be flat out able to move a game from Sunday to freaking Monday. Like I got people that we, there's packages that like Eagles fans go to these games. A lot of times they'll watch a game that's scheduled for four o'clock and fly out that night. They got to go back to work on Monday or flying out the next morning. Like so, the NFL's like, screw you. You just got to pay for a hotel room another night. Yeah, I mean it's wrong. Yeah, well, right? and, and there's there's yeah. plenty of people that just wouldn't be able to go. Yeah, you know? I mean they've got to get back to work or whatever. So yeah, they, I I don't get it. Well, how they can change an entire day? That's just not right. It's just stupid. It, it like they I like I would get a lawyer and want to sue somehow. I mean it's just wrong. It's just blatant. That's greed. It's not caring about your fans or your or your. It's just all about the almighty buck and. Sooner or later, that has to start biting people in the butt. It is one here a little bit. But the NFL, too, they smell themselves so much, they feel they can do whatever the hell they want, and there's going to be no ramifications for it. But could you, like, even if you're local, like, and you got to go, you, you, like, you, you got the local tickets, you bought a four o'clock game on Sunday. You want to go to a Sunday game? Most of us can't. We got jobs. We can't go to a Monday night game. Am I wrong? No, not unless you're taking days off and all kinds of other stuff, you know. Yeah, that, going to a Monday night game is a whole proper, uh, a whole preparation process, you know. Yeah, you got to take Tuesday off for the most part. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And imagine if you're flying there, or like I said, I was telling my friends, like, because one argues that no matter what, it's no big deal. Just stop, stop, uh, relax, Doug. You're getting too excited over not, not like it's like. Then, then she finally writes me back, and I'm, oh yeah, you're right. It was in uh, Seattle, and uh, mon- she changed her mind. But the point is, I don't think it's right if you have a couple kids or your friends, and you plan on taking them to a four o'clock game on Sunday. Now they have school on Monday. What are you doing with those tickets, John? Yeah, exactly. Oh, they're like take the kid out of school. Well, most people can't take their kids out of school. Most people need the, they want their kids in school. I mean, I wouldn't mind it missing, but there are certain parents that, and there's certain kids that. I know friends of mine that missing a day of school was like they they had perfect attendance. They didn't want to miss a day of school. You know what I'm saying? It just uh, I ran into one of my buddies from you said that from elementary school last week. He uh, had perfect attendance from kindergarten through his senior year of high school. Perfect attendance that entire time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. So. And as much as those tickets are, John, do you? You just don't want to move them around and give them... You understand what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah. we have groups, and you just said that uh, the Eagles are one of the most represented teams in Walt Disney World when you look at the jerseys all the time. And, oh, absolutely. And there, our Eagles fans travel, dude. We got... our we got My travel agency books trips for every... They don't care if they're playing in, in the worst neighborhood. Worst, they could be playing in the worst neighborhood at a high school football field somewhere in... There would be some Eagles fans showing the hell up to that game. They travel well. I couldn't imagine if I was there and I already had the trip booked. I mean, and you're booking these trips four or five months ago. You can't do this last minute for the most part. And yeah. uh, could you imagine, John, you're being told, like you and Lisa, you got to stay an extra day. You're not going to be able to come home to Tuesday. Yeah. On top of how much the trip already cost you, now you and your wife both have to, and your family have to miss another day of work. It's just... I just think it's wrong and something needs to be done about it. And then I'm even pissed off more for my own selfishness. I hate Monday night games because of work the next day. Yeah, yeah, they're the the toughest ones to try to watch. So, 
And I got burned on that years ago when the year after the Bucks won the Super Bowl in 2002. Uh, the Monday night game was them against uh, Indianapolis Colts versus uh, Tony Dungy, and uh, Dungy pulled out the comeback win. I stayed up and watched the entire thing, had to get up at 4 o'clock the next morning, and I was like, okay, that was not worth it at all. So, no. no, it sucks. I can't go to sleep. And then the problem is the same thing. Game's over at 11.15. I'm so amped up one way or the other. I'm not to sleep till 12.30, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. I just think it's wrong. Hey, John, what was the last letter installed in the American English uh, alphabet? The last letter? Yes. Z. Uh, no. No. The last letter put in was J, believe it or not. Any words, like your wonderful name, John, your, it was replaced with I, so you would have been Ion. Ion. Before the J went in, it was the last letter added to the the the, the English language as far as the uh, alphabet. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Yeah, little. There's a little quick fact I picked up, and do you know on uh, Return of the Jedi, I think it was John. Do you know the the name Ewok was never mentioned once in that during the movie when they were uh, when they were introduced? Yeah. Do you, that sounds right. It is like you. I didn't think about it. it it's a uh, a little fun fact, they said the only way that anybody knew they were Ewoks was at the closing credits. They were called the Ewoks in the credits. But nowhere during that movie when they were introduced did anybody ever mention who or what they were. Yeah, yeah. And then the, probably the only way that uh, most people who don't pay attention to credits ever knew what they were is they went to the toy store to get the action figures and yes. saw them labeled as Ewoks. So. <laughs> yeah, and, and they were actually one of the most popular Halloween costumes that year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think uh, Lisa might have had a, a <laughs> costume. So. Yeah, but I felt this well, uh, one local radio show every morning he does fun facts. And they were two of the ones that I remember. Like he comes up with these obscure things all the time. This guy. Yeah. Well, he's an ex-Eagles football player. You ever remember John Ritchie, the fullback? No. No, well, he was a fullback. He played for the Raiders and then he played for us and. He's like a very high, he went to Stanford University, I think. He was a very high IQ guy. He's, right. You would never know he was a f- football player by, you. Would, when you listen to him, you'd have thought he was a scientist or something like that. Like he's into all these crazy fun facts. And they were two of the ones from this week I figured you'd find interesting. Cool. So, anywho, as our buddy would say. Uh, that's uh it's really getting into the time of gift giving out at walt disney world doug in this last week i think i've been given four or five different little uh gifts from uh guests just saying thank you for uh working during the holiday season and all that type of stuff so yeah that's wonderful yeah i got a little key ring in the shape of mickey mouse that's a bottle opener i got a teddy bear that i gave to lisa uh it got a friendship bracelet not one that says uh, 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 Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, one that actually has some Animal Kingdom icons on it. So uh, all kinds of neat little stuff. And then, of course, I, I give them back the uh, transportation coins and uh, stickers and all the other stuff that I have. So, well, that's it, it's awesome. It's enjoyable. So, yeah, it's nice. So, and I was going to tell you, uh, you know, working about from 2 to two to 4 – I usually finish at Magic Kingdom at 4.30 or something like that. So my last run is usually 
and doing some of and when on a Christmas uh, party night, the uh, some of them are easy. Like you know, if you're doing um, All Stars or Riviera or Boardwalk, you uh, pick up. You got a bus full of people that are leaving the Magic Kingdom, and you're going back to say Riviera or Boardwalk, and you drop them off. Everybody gets off the bus, and then the people waiting to go back to the party are there and then they get on the bus. And so that's easy. But when it's not easy is a place like Riverside uh, where I've got a bus full of people who most of them get off at the South Depot. And so, yeah, I told you last week that I had to shuffle all these people. I had to do it again this week at um, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kidani Village and Jumbo House. And I had two scooters on there, one getting off at Kidani and one getting off at Jumbo. And then I had two scooters getting back on. So <laughs> there was a lot of shuffling and uh, getting <laughs> moving people around and asking people to uh, kindly go up the stairs to stand and everything. But I got everybody on and off and everybody went in through the front door for me. So I was very happy. But, man, it was all it was all that's a little bit of an effort. So yeah. it was interesting. You so. guys should have something in a goofy voice or something in one of the Disney characters that. As soon as somebody goes to step on the bus on the back door and when you don't want them to, it yells, hey, uh, stupid, uh, uh. get off the bus. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, stupid. I mean, I'm telling you and you don't listen. I mean, it's just annoying. Like, I I barely ever try to go through that. I, I, I always, I want to say hello to the bus driver. I want to see what's driving me, John. No, and what, I mean, for the most part, like if, like everybody's off it's not that big of a deal, but I still prefer everybody to come in through the front door just so I keep it. Because I, the people that are waiting at the front door, they're in line. They're, yes. they're technically in line, and when you jump in the back, you're skipping them. Yes. So, and, and, but what really annoys me is when there's that um, mother getting her child together still in the, in the back, and you're getting on the bus, and she's still trying to get off, yes. and you run into each other. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Well, you can't wait, you know, so uh, don't be rude. Come in through the front door. Yeah, so. it's just they're 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 ignorant and stupid, you know. Very much. I almost ran over an idiot uh, in uh, Atlantic City on my way out of town. It's a green light, and this moron's on his phone and going right across jaywalking right across the crosswalk. And then I blow the horn at him because he's almost getting run over, and he's throwing his hands up in the air at me. And now what? I'm ready what? to get out the. I, <laughs> I was on the phone with my buddy, too. I'm screaming at him. And, and, and Rob's like, who are you yelling at? I mean, but it's like, <laughs> uh, I mean, but my point is that nobody, everybody's in their own world and they don't pay attention to anything else. It's like they're the only thing that's important ever, John. Oh, yep. so what are you, I'm walking across, a, I'm walking across, I'm trying to help you from getting run over. Literally, he, he almost got hit. He had, he had me on one side and another car passed him around the back of him, dude. That's how close it was. And he still didn't realize when the car went behind him, he was walking, jaywalking, John, because he was in his phone so much until I screamed and blew the horn at him. But and you always wonder what is such an important conversation that you can't get off the phone to go where you need to go. Or what drives me crazy is the people... Uh, you go into the restroom out there, and they're they're in the in the restroom on their phone taking care of business. Mm-hmm. You tell me you can't hang up the phone for ten minutes to take care of your business. You got that's it's just disgusting. I, I always think what what do the people on the other side of the line think when they hear the toilet flushing? No. Are you talking to me while you're doing yeah, that? Yeah, really? yeah, it's uh, nuts, dude. And I think I was a little more irritated because. You know I'm very calm and collective all the time. Oh yeah, you're I, very reserved. I, yes, I, I don't react much john it takes a lot but no i think i was on extra edge because in the i went to the amish market yesterday 
to get my lunch meats and some food for the week. And uh, I'm walking in the door. And, and the same thing with this moron. He's on his phone. You ever get behind the person that's looking at the phone? They're walking really slow, but they're dead center in the middle of the aisle. Like, finally, I said, dude, can you move? And he turns around and he, like, looks up. He goes, you talk. I said, yeah, dude, if you want to be on your phone and be stupid like that, at least move to the side. Like, you're just standing <laughs> here like a, a freaking dummy. I mean, he's literally in the middle of the aisle just walking real. Like, know how you can, you're barely walking because he's sitting there reading. And But who does it? Like, who does this? Like, if I'm on, like, I talk about being in the casinos. If I get a text from one of my guys or one of the people I'm working with or Brenda or whatever, John, I, I, first of all, I, when I grab the phone, I walk over to towards a wall. I get out of the way. I just don't stand there right in the middle of the freaking casino and let people walk around me with my head down. Don't you feel stupid doing that? Yeah, that's half of the people walking into Walt Disney World, so yeah, yeah. it's constant. So I went 0 to 60 on him, and I we got into it nicely at the Amish market, and needless to say, he was standing over near the pretzel place, reading on his phone when i got done it was just it was <laughs> dude if you've seen it john now he's literally when you come into this it's like a uh traffic lock like everybody the the doors aren't that big in this area to get in and out of this place and people come in it's merging from two different sides and this moron is right in the center blocking everybody and nobody else has the you know what's to say anything to the moron and finally i just i I snapped, unlike me. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't... People are just ignorant, John. They go on the front door of John's bus. But yeah, you guys should have something. I don't know, maybe a taser? A one-way taser, John? <laughs> yeah, that'd take care of the problem. Yeah, it would be pretty yeah. cool. Well, according to Disney rules, uh, certain uh, people and cast members and, and things can get rude if you do it in a funny way, right? So, yeah. I mean, like at uh, Tiki Room, they can tell you to get out. Yes. Um, you know, at uh, obviously at 50s prime time and stuff, they can they can get a little uh, uh, picky with you. So, they just got to do it in a funny way, right? Yes. <laughs> so. Oh, and I think Disney should even go one step further. And I know at the bus depot where you have all the times and all, they got all this. It should stay running the screen. Please enter our buses unless unless told otherwise through the front door. It does. Well, there it, you go. It, it, That's why I was saying it. You get what I'm saying? Like people are ignorant. They read everything but what they want, what they're not supposed yeah. to read. You know well, what they actually, don't want to hear. Yeah, at every bus stop um, throughout property, there's a sign that says "Please enter through the front door." Yes. And all strollers must be folded. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I, I'm not saying stuff that's not you know out there, but yeah. Well, that's why I'm being attention. I'm that's being facetious here. Look up at the board, yeah. you know. Yeah. Do what you're told and quit complaining. Like again, our whole country is 95 percent is good, or I'd say 90, and the 10 percent that cries gets all the attention. It's sad. And, and just like that, you tell some, the sad part is, John, you tell somebody that goes in and runs that mother over going in that back door that they're wrong, you're going to be the one that pays the price for yeah. it. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be the one that got fired. So. And, and and that's the story of the world we live in right now. You could do whatever you want wrong, and it's always, why was me? It ain't that you're just wrong. There's an excuse for why you're wrong. Am, am I wrong, John? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it just, no, you're No, you're wrong. <laughs> yes. It's just pathetic. But anywho, how did you, uh, 
I, I love that you always got to get on pirates every time you go, John. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't help it. <laughs> it was there. So yeah, actually, it did had no line whatsoever. It was only like it was walk on. So yeah, yeah, enjoyed pirates, but although I got stuck with the that giant family, uh, I was the one person out in the in the bus. So there was like three or four rows of them, and of course there was probably three or four women in their 20s and all they were worried about was getting selfies of themselves on the on the boat with the flash going off so you know see that should be a you should be able to throw them overboard if they do that (laughs) out you go again it's all about you you know i mean that this that continues the story we're talking about yep oh my goodness so what do we have in the news john i got my butt kicked in fantasy last week and I'm getting tired of it, John. I'm in a couple yeah, of you losing streaks. Just ugly. Yeah. I'm in a couple yeah, of I've had a rough year. I, I play your beautiful wife today. And she never takes it easy on me. No. 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 no uh, don't take it easy on Doug. No. I, I think you guys all team up and trade people and give each other people just to beat me to three of you. I, mean, I would never do that. I don't know, John. I, for some reason, all the best. Uh, you guys all have the best players every week. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but I play her this week, and their matchup is predicted to be really close. The standings are really close. Me, Tommy, and uh, me, Tommy, and uh, I don't want to say his name. Pat are all tied for first in my division. It's seven and five. In the Epcot division, the super cool division. And, super cool. And Mr. I'm always at Disney World. Bob should start posting posters, I mean, pictures when he goes home to Boston because he's in Disney World. <laughs> I mean, that's where you That's where you visit, right? Yes. So. I, this, is the, the, this is the news when you're home, Bob. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he, I, that God bless him, but... I mean, my God, every time I turn around, he's there. And I know his son's working down there, so which is awesome. But And God bless him. But it's like, the now the story is, is when he takes a picture. He took a picture at a park in Boston the other day. I'm like, he's actually home. Yeah. What are you doing there? <laughs> but he's 11-1. and one. He's just rolling people. The beautiful Judith is 9-3. and three, And Mr. Katzenberger is the one that ran me over last week, John. That's Miss Mrs. Katzenberger. Katzenberger. I do that every week. It says M. Katzenberg, but she ran me over last week. And then Lisa's in fourth at seven and five in that division. But And then behind that is four and eight, four and eight, four and eight. So those four look pretty uh, set over there. And we got uh, we got Evan, who started off like gangbusters, and he's back to six and six now, John. And good old Pat, he had to text me again. I did tell you about that. I got the text... Uh, this tryptophan is knocking me out after Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I'm out there cooking, you know, for my beautiful family, getting uh, caramel apple martinis ready for my wife, and I get a text. I think it's my beautiful wife telling me, Honey, I'm on my way home, and I can't wait to see. Instead, it's like, I am so tired from my tryptophan, is what I got from Pat. That's uh, what it sounded like, too, huh? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's about as sexy as Pat's voice gets. You know that, John. <laughs> but no, he uh, he had to send that over to me. But yeah, it's the three of us. He's my Newman. I can't help it. From Seinfeld. Okay. All right, I got Pat's you. Newman. Oh, John, new fast casual Indian restaurant. Eat to open at Disney 
open December 4th at Disney Springs. That's tomorrow, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds uh, pretty good, too. It's by uh, 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 Shohan. Yeah. So, uh, new fast casual Indian restaurant, Eat by Celebrity Chef Manit Shohan, will officially open on December 4th at Disney Springs. Uh, Shohan and her husband, Vivek Diora, are an award-winning hospitality duo looking to bring their family's culture and traditions to the world. Menu items include shareable dishes for everyone at the table, like the Eat Bread Service with pimento whipped paneer or the tandoori chicken poutine. You can also order for salads or build your own bowl filled with rice and a kebab. Everything on the menu, which you can see below, is priced. Wait for that. Below $20. And you can also find seasonal specialty boozy slushes for 12 Oh, so, dude. This place might be rent over. With uh, guests yeah, just I trying mean, to afford a week's vacation at Disney World. Let's all go eat and eat! <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's what I, I want to go in and ask. I got to figure out how you pronounce it. Is it eat or is it eat? Eh, maybe you... you have to say it that way to get the stuff. Mm. But yeah, the build your own bowl, eighteen bucks. Uh, pick your kebab, pick your sauce. Uh, man, yeah, some some decent prices. So it's definitely worth uh, a place to to at least try. And it sounds like a place where. Uh, because a lot of people won't know how they feel about Indian food, so it'd be definitely you. You're not going to break the bank to go in there and just try something, especially if you shared maybe one of the pick your own bowls or something. You well, know? these shareables so. must be pretty big too. I mean, the way they're saying it, but you got a bread service with pimento whip paneer, buttered. And everybody not, that yeah, what's that? Er, yeah, I was going to say, everybody that's eating at Sanan knows how much we like our bread service. So. Yeah, and this looks good. buttered naan, garlic naan, pimento whip paneer cheese, what's that, imsala, vegetable sticks, Indian pickle, coriander, honey, and chutney. That sounds really good. It's 18 bucks. Yep. Uh, tandoori chicken poutine, which you mentioned, which is only 14 bucks. DIY pan penny puree, crispy Seminole puffs, black garbanzo beans, potatoes, what is that, T tamarind? Date chutney and mint cilantro water. Dude, I'm always in the mood for a walking taco, John. Walking taco. Yeah. Look at him. He's walking and talking is what they would say about me. Walking taco for 12 bucks, John. It's crunchy Indian puff snacks, spicy pork chili, Indian pico de gallo, uh, tamarind chutney, and uh, with the cojita cheese. That sounds pretty good, John. Yeah, yeah. And what's this? Yeah. Sama Samosas. Samosas. Samosas? No. Savory Some, potato no. and pea pastry? Samosas? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, it sounds like you could probably get at least two of these between two people and get a little taste of quite a little bit of stuff and get an idea if you're going to like this type of uh, cuisine. I'll tell you what, it sounds good. I know I'll like it. I mean, everything sounds good. And then you got pizzas and bread. You want to read some of them, Johnny? Yeah, sure. You got a chicken tikka non pizza. Uh, it's a chicken kebab, rich tomato butter sauce, mozzarella, and parmesan. That sounds pretty tasty. Sang paneer non pizza. Sang spinach sauce, paneer tikka, mozzarella, and parmesan. Spicy green chili non. Green chilies, cilantro, and clarified butter. You can try that for only six bucks. Yeah, and the other um, two are only 14 I don't think there's a, yeah. I think a slice of pizza at Riverside or one of the food courts is almost 14 now, John. Yeah. 
Yeah, or you can try just a garlic naan uh, for five or just a buttered, buttered naan bread to go with something for four bucks. Hmm. So, yeah, if you just want to, hell, if you're just walking around and you just want a slice of naan bread, go in here and get you a, a slice of naan bread for four bucks with some butter on it. 100%. And then you got Market Fresh, a street-style puffed rice salad for $12, which is crispy puffed rice, mango, strawberry, potatoes, cilantro, tamarind, chutney, and I'm mint chutney. The reason I'm pausing is everybody, the, the writing on this is really small, isn't it, Johnny? Yeah, I got my tablet, and I, I just blew it up a little bit to read it a little better. Yeah, it's like incredibly small. Yeah, so. I'm on my laptop, and it's harder to read with that. You follow me? And yeah, then, uh, I can do them if you yeah, want. Yeah, go do the samosa Yeah, salad. I got them blown up, blown up. So samosa chopped salad, chopped lettuce, cucumber, radish, tomato, garbanzo, beans, mini samosa croutons, and a shot vinaigrette for 15 And you can enhance your salad with uh, tandoori chicken, paneer tikka, basil, cilantro, shrimp. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, mas- masala roasted cauliflower. That sounds good, too, yeah. for 5 bucks. So add any of those to your salad, so... And then build your bowl. BYOB, the yeah. first one, John. That's that's very creative. It includes pickled red cabbage, Indian pico de gallo, masala chickpea pearls, uh, and then you choose your base, a kebab and sauce. Your your bases would be a cumin basmati rice, turmeric riced cauliflower, or fresh salad greens. Your kebabs would include a tandoori chicken, a paneer tikka, basil, cilantro, shrimp, masala roasted cauliflower, and then your sauces. You're going to have a tikka which is aromatic buttery tomato sauce uh sog rich earthy spinach sauce a muli golden coconut curry sauce a korma cashew saffron sauce or a bahuna classic indian curry sauce mm. so. that all sounds really good and then you got a dishes i want to saw i want a additions you got the marsala fries i would like to for four bucks can yeah. you get fries anywhere on property for four hours? I don't care how big it is. I think the uh, the uh, what you call it the fries. Uh, what are they? Uh, the uh, the ones that I like that that food and wine. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, at uh, Morocco, right? Yeah, what the oh, hell? No, are not... Yeah, I'm losing my hummus my, fries. Hummus fries. I think they're four bucks. They're more than that. There, those hummus fries. Yeah, I think you're right at the food and wine festival. Yeah, so. Yeah, they got all the chutney, tamarind chutney for two dollars, a deezy salad for four dollars, chopped green chilies for three. So the, I would like to try the marsala fries for four bucks, and then you got a, a yogurt for three bucks. So the prices here seem really good. Yeah, they, they do, and I, I think it's going to be incredibly popular the first uh, couple of weeks. So, and if you go down, the be- portion looks pretty good. You can see the pictures of them. Food yeah, don't look yeah. bad. Very vibrant, colorful. So colorful I'm in, John. And, uh, decent priced. So now I, I'm still a little unsure. Is this a regular sit down, or is it kind of like the the crossover, or is it just classic counter service? Oh, uh, I don't know either. The building itself, yeah. it says new, fast, casual. So maybe so it's it's the crossover yeah yeah kind of like wolfgang pucks yeah. was at one time yeah, yeah. that kind of thing yeah you where you go to a counter you order and yeah. then maybe they bring it to you okay. yeah and like contempo cafe at the contemporary yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all freshly okay. made it's not sitting there but they wait on you get a number probably go sit down and then somebody brings it out to you when it's done yeah that sounds about right uh 
complimentary Wish souvenir poster available soon for Walt Disney World annual pass holders, John. Uh, the way it sounds, they might hand out more of them than people have seen the movie. I don't know. I've seen, I've heard some people loved it and said it was everything they were looking for in a classic Disney movie. And well, then other people are panning it. So I don't know. Well, that's the story of the world I, right now. I got to watch it. To it see is. It. it is. Exactly. Everybody makes up their mind based on, and my, my son is actually, it, the more people that hate something, the more he wants to go see it just to, uh, because if everybody hates it, then obviously there's something right with it. So. Yeah. See, I, I hear you, but that's <laughs> yeah. the whole world in a nutshell. Like, uh, like, and I won't even get political, but there's there's things on both sides of the party that I agree with, John. There's not everything on one side that's nuts, in my opinion. And that's the problem. People get dug in so deep. It would be like me saying, yeah, Brandon Ayuk, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, and uh, and Debo Samuel suck. They can't play football. Just because they're on... No, they're really good players, John. And Joey Bosa <laughs> scares the crap out of me. <laughs> like, yeah. admit when something's good and something's bad. Yeah. And that's the problem right now. Like, there's there's so many people probably going to see... They just want the movie to be bad. I want it to be great, John. I want another Toy Story. I want something that we can... I want to love some more characters. Ain't it been a long time? Dude, it's been since up that I fell in love with some characters, John. It's been a while and Frozen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, well, I, I really do Encanto. I, yeah, I like yeah, the, I like the characters from Encanto, but, but yeah, I mean, not nothing's nothing's quite to the point of of the Lion King or I. I didn't even like Frozen as much as I like Lion King and stuff. I mean, no. Lion King and Toy Story are probably but the best movies of all time. I did fall in love so. with Swen and Olaf. I they, I mean, yeah, they, they were yeah. great characters, and Anna also are wonderful characters for young little girls. You know what I'm saying? They are, and they are great. I just there hasn't been a character in a long time that you fell in love with, like just to me that I have is my point. You know, Woody and Buzz are like awesome. Doug, I mean, go, that goes without saying. Doug from Up, he was incredible, wasn't he, John? <laughs> he was the best dog ever. Yeah, but my point is, it's it's been a while since I've I've liked a few movies. Like I like concept of some of them, like that Inside Out. With the emotions and all, I that had the potential to be really good, but it went off, it went off, it went it went off when it got to the psychedelic crap, didn't it? Yeah, but you know, I mean, that, that they've got a long history of that type of stuff. If you think of Dumbo, you think of uh, Fantasia. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched the only part of Fantasia that I even somewhat pay any attention to if I'm gonna watch something is the broom scene because yeah. you know that's the only one you think of. But otherwise, that movie is just wacky. So, yeah. you know, Dumbo's got some very psychedelic uh, things in it, too. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. And and the one that my like, my wife can't stand, is Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, well, that's certainly got some, some uh, drug references yeah, and that, stuff into it. With and, the, the... and then Johnny Depp ended up being in that, so it really made it even more hated, right? Oh, yeah, and, and speaking of, Doug, there's another movie that they just had to rehash again. Now there's another Wonka movie out. I mean, why can't you just leave Gene Wilder alone? He was yeah. the best uh, Willy Wonka in the first place. So. Yeah. No, he was. It's it's just, well, again, Tim Allen not being in uh, the new Buzz Lightyear was just crazy to me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. 
just some of the know, that some of the that choices. new Santa Claus movie is supposed to be out. I, I think I might want to watch that. Uh, uh, speaking of that, Doug, you have Tim Allen and stuff. Have you ever seen Christmas with the Cranks? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I just listened to the book again. Uh, it's, it's by John Grisham, so I, I listen to Christmas stories around Christmas time. But yeah, that's a really good Christmas uh, movie. I, Absolutely, I always it enjoy is. that. Yeah, and it's got a uh, uh, Tim and Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Dan Aykroyd in it. So you know, yeah, pretty pretty good big stars there. So. Yeah, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's yeah, one of the yeah. ones it underappreciated, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. So. I mean, Alf is great, but. It, it you know you got to watch other things too. <laughs> Elf and Christmas Vacation is like everybody's go to. It seems I've, like. I've already done Christmas Vacation. <laughs> it's, it's already been watched once. Yeah. So yeah, I usually watch that one about three times during the month. I'll just put it on and well, quote a line every once in a while. So. Yeah, well, I see it like ten times because it's on every channel, and it's a wonderful <laughs> life. I mean, uh, great movie, but. It's the most depressing movie ever there for a while, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's one I can watch one time. Uh, Christmas, uh, my classic Christmas Carol I do like three or four times at least. I'll put that in. Uh, the one, the black and white version with Alistair Sim. That's yeah, probably we, my, we usually that's watch it Christmas one. Eve every year. Brenda falls asleep okay. on my chest to it. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, she made me watch it. It's her favorite movie, you know, Christmas movie, so... So we watch that a lot. Mine is a Christmas Vacation, of course. Nothing like the thought of Eddie uh, pumping his junk in the in the storm drain. At least he got me a, a Christmas T-shirt one year that says "That's full." So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah. What else we have here, John Boy? Anyway, there was a tangent. So. Oh, that's our show, John. Love it or or hate it, that's us, dude. We we will go on five more probably before this thing's over. <laughs> Walt Disney World annual pass holders miss magnet distribution coming soon to Disney's Animal Kingdom, dude. I like that uh, Oswald one and Figment. They're both yeah. cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, from December sixth to December nineteenth, Walt Disney World annual pass holders will have the opportunity to pick up previously released magnets while supplies last. Stop by Chester and Hester's at Animal Kingdom, Doug's favorite part of Animal Kingdom, uh, between park open and park close to retrieve the following annual pass holder magnets. But, dude, even that name Chester's and Hester's seems creepy to me, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, I know why. Yes, too. exactly. It, I mean, it always has. It just, it's just wrong, dude. Like, who thought of that? Uh, somebody reading some adult magazines. Yes, yeah, crazy, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what? What? When I went, when the first time I see, I'm like, who thought of this name? Creepy, creepy uncle, Uncle Hester thought that. Uh huh. Yeah, but no, I like both those. I love. I would like to have both those pins. They're really cool. Uh, latest look at Tiana Bayou. I just want to see it. I want to ride it, and I and I pray to God. I sound like a broken record, but I always do. It better be good, John. They better not drop the ball, cause we did the rating of the rides, and we. I still have mine. Have you done yours yet? In the Magic Kingdom, I've got them. Yeah, I've got them. Okay, uh, we got to do that. But yeah, well, the last time me, you, and Bob did this, I think uh, if I remember, and if I don't, I know you guys will correct me. I think Splash Mountain might have been my favorite ride or top three, wasn't it, John? 
I believe you had it at number one. Yeah. Or number two, because yeah. you and your, well, your train and your people mover. I don't know. Yeah, so, it was those. Yeah. Th the bottom line is they better not screw my ride up, is what I'm saying, with all map over and all that crap. Because a lot of people are even like, the castle looks great. We've talked about it with the map lighting and all that other stuff. But a lot of people on the other side, I still miss the draping of the lights and them decorating the actual castle. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do too. But you know what? Um, I don't miss seeing the crane up there for the entire month of November and then the entire month of January while they removed all the lights. So. But that was tradition to me. I, I do, it's all about, the bottom line is it's saving money. It's, it's, it, it is what it's all about, John. Because I that costs man hours and work to put that up there. The map lighting is just the cheapest way to go. And I hope they don't do this on Tiana's because I know the animatronics are a hell of a lot more expensive to keep running than uh, just put some stupid uh, TGI on the wall. Am I wrong? Yeah, but I mean, basically on the I'm outside... Sorry. I yeah, yeah. Based on what they're doing on the outside and the amount of work they're putting on the outside, I'm hoping they're putting that. I I hope that means that there's uh, as, as much work going on in the inside because they're certainly putting a lot. They're doing a lot on the outside, you know, to uh, to to give it the the look for the bayou and stuff. So yeah, well, I pray to goodness because I don't want I want to go through there. I mean, all kidding aside, any less than like thirty to forty animatronics will be a total disappointment to me. What about you? Yeah. How many were in there uh, for... Uh, there had to be 30 on one floor. There had to be 60 or 70, <laughs> I would think, on one floor. Am yeah, but there was probably 30 on the riverboat at the yeah. end, right? Yeah. So. Um, if, they're, if they're all replaced, if, it, if, if I feel like I'm right... Because the other thing is, I don't know inside all that darkness... It's going to be too psychedelic for me, John, if you, if you get what I'm saying. If it's anything like Minnie Mickey's Runaway Railroad. Yeah. You'll feel like you're tripping in there, dude. <laughs> you know, I mean, I that's what I think anyway. Uh, I just think it'll be it'll be way too dark to do all that. I just hope to goodness that they decide to repurpose all the animatronics and do the right thing by it. But when's it supposed to open? Uh, I think next October, something yeah, like that. I'm dragging it I down. That's what I heard. Dragging yeah. it down to see if there's any dates. If they have any prediction. Yeah. There's a lot of men working on here. Uh, where are we at here? A lot of pictures. But no dates. Yeah, I thought it was 2024 spring. But I could be wrong. Well, that wouldn't be far away if they're going to get it done that amount of time. So. Yeah, well. I mean, how long did it actually take with uh, the infrastructure's there? Yeah, yeah. It I mean, they're not changing any of the ride of the boats. No, no, they're not changing the track or anything, so. No, I mean, how long did it take for... It didn't take... It didn't seem like it took Frozen long to transfer from Maelstrom, did it? No, I, I, I don't think it did. No. Maybe a year. Yeah. So. Uh, more political bullcrap. Uh, Magic mm. Kingdom reaches capacity on Christmas Day for all ticket types, including annual passes. We all knew that. That's an, that, that goes without saying. Uh, yeah, honestly, that's the one day I hope they they they. Uh, on, I wouldn't mind Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's 
Eve, New Year's Day, the 4th of July, Easter, if they kept the reservation in place for the Magic Kingdom. And then that way, you know, it wouldn't be like Doug and Brenda getting there and not me or driving themselves crazy trying to get into the park and it's not worth the effort. Well, if you just can't make the reservation, then you're just going to go somewhere else. Because that way, you wouldn't have these uh, the disappointed people that get there and realize that you just can't get in, you know? So. See, and, okay, and this is me, and tell me I'm not, well, I am crazy, but in this day of world of technology and all this other crap, and the My Disney Experience is supposed to be the greatest app ever, John. It's the greatest. It sucks, but it's supposed to be the greatest. You would think it would be. There's a lot of flaws in it. But how hard would it be for them to have a live capacity of each park? So you would know how crowded each park is. Oh, it wouldn't be hard at all. Oh, the cast members know and everybody else, or exactly. everybody working there knows. But they don't like, they, for some reason, Walt Disney World's never shared that information with the public. So they 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 guard that very uh But it makes no much. sense to me because if I wake up at, like I sleep in one day and me and Brenda's decided to go to a park at 10 o'clock, and if I could look at my app and see which one was... The most crowded and least crowded, I might go to the least crowded. You understand? This way, it might. Yeah, yeah. It would, don't you think that would control the crowds more if people had an idea what they were dealing with? Or if you lived yep. in Central Florida and woke up and go, oh man, the Animal Kingdom's dead today. I'm going to head over there. It wouldn't, yep. wouldn't it make sense if it said 40, 50, 60, 80%, 100% capacity? Yeah, it would make sense. Doesn't mean they'll ever do it, though. They don't, don't want to do anything so to make sense. I don't know why of that information. It's just I, stupid. They, they've, never, they've never shared that information. I don't know why. But they just won't. Yeah, because they want you packed in like sardines. They're telling me and you that we do the reservations because we're worried about everybody's experience. We want you to have the best experience. No, 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 no. No, you don't. No. You're trying. You want to know what's going on with you. But if you really cared about my experience, that day that me and Brenda went and we got almost claustrophobic when you squeezed us all in like cattle inside the Magic Kingdom... I would have definitely known, and even though I was stupid and ignored my Uber driver, <laughs> I could have looked at the Even app. I could have looked at the app and said, "I don't feel I'm not going here tonight." Am I wrong? No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was. Yeah. That wouldn't have been a good day to go. So. But no, but, they want to help us, but they don't. Like that's what I'm saying. The bullshit propaganda, John. That's my problem with it. They're telling me how much they care about my experience, but they don't in a lot of ways. Which that would make sense to know. Because I, how many days would you have gone somewhere else, John, if you knew how crowded or uncrowded certain things are? We'd probably just always go to Epcot because you'd look at that and go, "Oh, there's plenty of room at Epcot." So. And, and I know one, <laughs> which we end up doing anyway. So. Yeah, and I know one of the arguments is is I'll have other people coming back at me go, "Well, Doug, if you look at the wait times for each park, you would know if it's crowded or not." But that ain't the case because. A lot of times, just the major attractions are crowded, but nothing else. Am I wrong about that, John? Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, I waited uh, 45 minutes or 35 minutes for Jungle Cruise, but I walked right on to Pirates. So. Yeah. So I really can't tell by Seven Doors Mine Train being crowded or Rise of the Resistance being 110 minutes when everything else. You understand what I'm saying? You can walk on or... Crowds are e easy at that time because first thing in the morning, if you go to that app, no matter what rises, the main attractions are always the times are high on them. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't mean the park is actually crowded. Uh, iconic hatchbox hatbox ghost 
materializes at Walt Disney World Haunted Mansion. He's awesome. Uh, our boy Doogie Hauser's doing it again, John. <laughs> uh, yeah, he loves doing the uh, 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 candlelight processional, doesn't he? Yes, he does. God bless him. He does a good job. And uh, I remember Ann Margaret. And uh, when I was a young kid and watching her with Elvis Presley singing Casanova. Remember, you ever you ever watch any Elvis movies? Uh, no. Every time I think of Ann Margaret, I think of her dancing with Elvis and that from, they were <laughs> they were doing this Las Vegas movie. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. That was my mom's favorite Elvis. So I loved him because my mom loved him. And he kind of reminds me of, you know, I got the cool handsome moves and everything he does, so. We're, we're we're all the same group, John. Do you wear do you wear jumpsuits? Yeah, well, every once in a while when I'm painting. Okay, all right. So, I look yeah, good in it too, dude. But anyhow, no, I think of her and that, and then at the other end of the spectrum, grumpy old men. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right? Yeah, that's it. That's an underrated movie too. Grumpy old men was awesome, John. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, it was a great movie. I remind my that's I'm gonna be Walter Matthau when I get older. I just know it, John. That explains a lot. You've modeled your life after Grumpy Old Men. Yeah, it says it all, John. Well, you would be uh, you'd be the other character if we if if our podcast was based on Grumpy Old Men. You would be Jack Lemon, John. Okay. Right. Yeah, and Judith would like you more, even in that situation, because <laughs> he was the more likable character, John. Uh, but anyway, the two last-minute changes have come to the celebrity narrator lineup at Epcot's 2023 Candlelight Processional in Walt Disney World. And Anne Margaret will not appear at tonight's November 29th show, and Simu Liu will not be at Candlelight Processional as the original schedule from November 30th through December 2nd. Anne Margaret, ha Anne Margaret has been replaced for this evening by frequent Disney contributor Ash Ashley Eckenstein and Bart Millard, singer-songwriter band Macy Me comes in for Simu Lu. So there were some last-minute cancellations. But uh, where are we at now, John? The third. Oh, dude, another one of the good-looking guys that I'm, I'm in the same feel with John John Samos is going to be there he's there today through the fifth I listened to his book it was a really good book and man does he love Disney John I mean <laughs> and, one of them guys huh? <laughs> oh dude he drinks the Kool-Aid worse than we do he tells stories about when he was a little kid he worked in his dad's restaurant he was his Sunday chef he did all the breakfast and all for his dad owned a, a restaurant and uh all his money that he made at the restaurant was to buy tickets for Disneyland. Him and his friends are at Disneyland like every, multiple times a week, John. They love Disneyland, so. But he's there the 3rd to the 5th. If Man, if you were there the 3rd through the 8th, John, you'd hit the lottery. You would have John Stamos and Neil Patrick Harris that whole week. That's a good run, John. Yeah, that's uh, your, your 80s uh, uh, TV stars, right? <laughs> yeah. And God bless them, but... Brandon Fraser from We Were Kids to Brandon Fraser now. It's it's. <laughs> yeah. What happened to him? He yeah. became a real actor. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> yes, and 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 the change. He's like totally different. Eva Lacoria from Desperate Housewives is there. She's new to fifteenth and the sixteenth. And Joey McIntyre from uh, 
from my boy band. Don't tell anybody, but oh, okay. Uh, All right. Please don't go, girl. That's my uh, new kids on the block, John. Seventeenth and eighteenth. My wife. I'm so glad that I would like to have taken her, but this guy, I think she likes more than me. She loves Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us, December nineteenth and twentieth. Jordan Fisher. You know who he was, right, Johnny? Not off the top of my head. No. Jordan Fisher is a he's an actor. He's been in a bunch. He's been in a ton of Disney stuff, but he also was on Dancing with the Stars. He's there twenty first to twenty third, and then Audrey McDonald. Audrey McDonald is a twenty seventh, twenty eighth. They're new ones, and then you have Stephen Curtis Chapman the twenty fourth and twenty through Christmas. He's there from the twenty fourth Christmas Day into twenty sixth, and then Lisa Ling ends the show to twenty ninth and the thirtieth. I love the Candlelight Processional, John. Yeah, it's always a, a really cool show. So, and maybe maybe a way that some of us uh, laxed uh, religious types can get almost a semblance of a church service in without actually going to church. <laughs> yes. Uh, and here we go. Disney CEO. I'm not reading the other political stuff, but Disney C- CEO Bob Iger will definitely step down as CEO of the Walt Disney World Company at the end of his contract in 2026. Dude, I do not believe this man is going anywhere. No, he keeps popping back up. He's like a bad apple. Yeah, he really is. He's the worm in the apple, John. Yeah. Uh, Speaking to the New York Times at a deal book conference, Iger also said that ABC Broadcast Network Network is not for sale. Appearing in the backtrack... Appearing to backtrack on a previous comment that the idea of a sale was being considered. So doesn't look like we're losing a they're gonna sell it they're gonna break it up, so they're all over the place. You don't know what to believe. The problem is next week the whole company could be sold. <laughs> That's the nutty part. So uh Walt Disney World offers sneak peek at blue ribbon corn dog menu section selections. I don't know what yeah, it is, John. I'm not a big corn dog fan, are you? Sometimes. Like a really, really good one, yeah. Uh, let's see. Although I think you got ruined on them, didn't you try that one at Animal Kingdom that one time, and and you thought it was terrible? Dude, that thing was nasty. I was like eating, I don't know, sawdust is what you said. Yeah, rotten dry toast with stuffed with sawdust. I mean, it was just, dude, you felt like you needed a keg of water after eating it. Uh, Blue Ribbon Corn Dog will open at Boardwalk at Walt Disney World in 2024, and Disney is sharing. A first look at what it will have on offer. Uh, the new location will have some favorites from Disneyland Resort as well as some brand new ones exclusive to Boardwalk. The Mexican Street Corn Dog, a pickle dog, a lemonade and strawberry. Stra- oh, that's not a corn dog. Lemonade mm, no. <laughs> and strawberry lemonade, fresh spun cotton candy. Uh, yeah, that one, one on, the pickle dog. It's Dude. wrapped with a pickle. Okay, all right. Dude, I just want a bun, a little bit of mustard, maybe some diced onion. I'm good. I don't need all that junk around it, John. Yeah, I don't know. A good uh, corn dog from the fair is really good. So uh, right out of the fryer. So rolling planners currently surround the boardwalk to go to kiosk on Disney's boardwalk to make room for a new uh, snack venue. The addition of blue ribbon corn dogs comes alongside several changes at boardwalk, including... The new Cake Bake Shock, the Boardwalk Deli, and updates to the resort's lobby area. Because we can't have an ESPN club. No. So. I mean, I will ar- I mean, I mean, won't argue with 
the fact that corn dog stand on the boardwalk is a good idea. It's so in a lot better than a cake shop and yeah, a tea yeah. shop. Yes, it does. Yeah. So, and the Mexican street dog, I might, I might try it just because I love to try all different kind of stuff. You would never, ever, 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 ever. Well, let me shorten this. I would never, ever, ever buy the pickle one for myself because I can't stand pickles. Now, if some, if Brenda wanted one and uh, were younger, I might be nervous because she was craving a pickle corn dog. But now in life, I, if she wanted to try it, I might take a slice or to just taste it and spit it out because I know I probably hate it. But I'd still, I don't say I hate anything until I actually try it. If that makes sense to you, John. But I wouldn't be going out of my way to buy it. Yeah, so. yeah, I'd, I'd try both of those. Yeah. So, uh, I was hoping maybe the Mexican street corn dog would actually have chorizo in it instead of uh, just a typical hot dog because I'd make it a little more accurate to uh, Mexico. But uh, nonetheless, I give them a shot. So, uh. and that's uh, that's interesting to see because that was always a third party vendor out there uh, selling on the boardwalk because uh, several times we've stayed at boardwalk, I've ended up getting a. Uh, a cheap hot dog or a burger there at the end of the night because it was open. Um, so it's interesting to see that it's another one of the places that D Disney goes back and forth between third-party vendors at places and their own. So um, I'm always as confused as to why why they do that. But so this looks like their own as opposed to another third party. So and what's going on with the brew place, the Big River Brewing Company? I don't hear nothing about it. Do you? We looked it up a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. Was, uh, I, I mean, it says it's open, but I don't believe it because it's like it's not there for some reason. I don't know why, and yeah, I love that Yeah, place. I haven't heard any news about that, and no. I haven't seen any pictures or anybody posting anything about it in a long time. So I'm I'm confused. It's almost like I'm going to have to take a research uh, trip. Yeah, out you got to do it because that's what I was if, – like if I was coming down right now, I'd say, Bren, while you're getting a shower, I'm going over to see if what's up. <laughs> I gotta Actually go. – uh, uh, if things go right, Saturday we're having a yard sale here at the house, and if we make a, a couple of bucks, um, I've got some Christmas stuff and uh, other stuff that we need to get rid of. So we're going to have a yard sale, make a couple of bucks. Uh, Tuesday we're going to go out to Epcot to uh, walk around. So I will try to get over there and find and give us a, a update on what's going on at Big River Brewery. Oh, so. That sounds awesome, John. I yeah, we didn't get to go out. We didn't get to go out for our anniversary or anything, so we're going to spend a, a little bit of the Christmas money that we had set aside to go out to Epcot instead. So. Well, that'll be nice. And while you're there, look at the final touches on the way for the Epcot World Celebration Gardens in Dreamers Point, John. Hey. They're finishing that off. It does look beautiful, and you can give me an update on that. I just want all the walls down at Epcot, John. Yeah, me too. Put them back up somewhere else. I don't care. Put them back up at Hollywood Studios. That's fine. Just get, make my Epcot pretty again. Yeah, it, it's kind of like the run of Magic Kingdom. Remember there at the Magic Kingdom for months and months and months? It was... Uh, it was And not, Disney Springs. Yeah. And, Disney Springs for yeah. like years it was. Uh, it's like it takes... Cattle shoots. It's like it takes forever to get stuff done. I wish I had the amount of time to get stuff done that Disney does on our jobs at the casinos. I mean... I'm doing a job right now. I waited uh, a month to get it sheet rocked. I get it sheet rocked. I start taping it on one day. The next day, when can we paint this? I, I literally, <laughs> I mean, what, what do you mean? Oh, well, you got to get it. We got to get this done. What's it going to take? What, what do we got to do? It's like, and I go, well, 
what happened? Where, 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 what did you do to get this done? I mean, ay, ay, ay. Just aggravating. But anyway, here's the latest look at the work on preparing Epcot's new World Celebration Gardens in Dreamers Point ahead of the December 5th opening, John. So you'll be able to see all this. All the walls should be down, John. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, should be. We should be good to go. The Dreamers, I love the, I love the fact that they actually put Walt in the park again, John. The Dreamer statue there. Yep. Walt the Very Dreamer nice. statue is now in position at Dreamers Point. Crews are working on the finish, finishing touches to the landscaping and planters throughout the garden. I mean, it is gorgeous. The amount of stuff that they decided to not to do is almost criminal here, John. And nobody's even really talking about it. It's like it never existed, the the other plans that we're going through. They kind of cut the whole Epcot project in half, didn't they? Or quarter? Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah. Because there was supposed to be a whole... Wasn't there going to be a two-story garden yeah. of some sort? Where you're going to be able to watch the fireworks from the second story yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I know, I know uh, they were uh, practicing the fireworks last week. Um after the park had closed and stuff. And then there were some people at uh, the beach club that were getting all frustrated because the fireworks kept them up at night. If you want a quiet resort, stay at animal kingdom lodge or Coronado. Uh, if you're at one of the boardwalk or one of the Epcot resorts or one of the magic kingdom resorts, don't be surprised if there's some kind of stuff going on. You know, it is what it is. So yeah. you realize you're near, next to a theme park, right? So yeah. stay at Riverside. It's quiet as hell over there. Yeah, it's very quiet, very quiet. That's why I love it. That's Animal what... Kingdom doesn't have anything, so, mm. you know, I mean. Yeah, I like the, also, John, believe it or not, like even outside of Riverside, the main drag and all there, I like that there's not a ton of traffic and all there usually. You know what I'm saying? In and out of that resort. It's not usually horrible. I just. Nope, nope, that's it. Yeah. That's a slow road except for race weekends. Yes. It's the busiest road on property. Yeah. So. But door every time I go down, I, I'm in and out of there. No, I love that resort. It's off the beaten path. Now you stay over by the boardwalk and all and come in and out of that area by Caribbean Beach and all. It's all, it's always always crowded in that area. Am I wrong? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that fire stations there all yeah. the people who think they can get into epcot from the back that's a uh, another thing doug if we're complaining about people looking at their phones twice this week i've had people come up to me with frustrated looks on their faces looking at their phones saying according to the gps and my map i'm supposed to be able to get there from here well ma'am there's a sign right there telling you where the walk the walkway to the uh, contemporary is yeah but according to this no bam there's a sign right there <laughs> that tells you where it is yeah. i mean i don't know what else to tell you i don't care what your phone says if the sign says that way go that way yeah. so they, they, they people trust too much in their in the gps and stuff on their phones nowadays and that, that people are ending up in in canals and everything else because it tells them you know turn right here okay yeah so. and it's it's it, it's crazy like and you know how those GPS are too. The, I don't know who, with the technology, it's like the road to turn looks way away on your GPS. And then next thing you know, you're passing it. That's right there. <laughs> and then, but you have the idiots on the that have to lock the brakes up. They can't, they literally think they, I've said this a million times, they're going to fall off the face of the earth like the earth is flat if they go past this exit. They cannot go up yep. to the next, and next uh, intersection and turn around, John. They have no, to cause an accident because they screwed up. It's your problem. Yep. 
There's people every day at Walt Disney World that endanger themselves and their their entire family and other people on the road because you don't, you figure you're not allowed to make a U-turn. You're allowed to make a U-turn in a safe place. It's not an emergency that you get out of. Oh, okay, so you're you're pulling into the parking for the Animal Kingdom. Okay, what do you do? Go tell the parking attendant you made a mistake and make a U-turn. I mean, yeah. it's not the end of the world, but instead they'll cut through the grass, they'll cut oh, yeah. uh, through the median. I mean. They're knuckleheads. And the other thing they'll do, too, is like, know how you're just coming in off of I-4 and it shows you what resorts areas are where? Yeah. And and if you get confused, I see people go two lanes to cut off to get off that. Oh, yeah. You go up to the next one, it's going to still bring you right back to where your resort is. Relax. You're on Disney property. You're not, yes. you're not in New York City or Camden or Philadelphia. You're going to make a wrong turn and end up somewhere you don't need to be. <laughs> Exactly. You're just going to see and, something and, even more beautiful, maybe somewhere else, or just. And, and once you're on property, as long as you're seeing those signs, you you can make a U-turn and it'll bring you right back around. Sometimes you only have to make a U-turn. Like if you're coming down, you know, the major uh, world drive towards the Magic Kingdom, and you miss your exit for Disney Springs, you can get to Disney Springs off of the next place. Yes, exactly. You know, it's not the end of the world. There, so. There's four or five exits that get you right back. Yeah. I mean, just because you got off at the boardwalk area don't mean you're not going to go right on around and, and or Caribbean Beach and work your way right back around to yeah. Riverside. You exactly. Know? It, it's just, they go nuts, dude. I get cut off. I can't even count how many times with idiots driving on property that think, they they're gonna get lost somehow. Like get lost. I mean, have fun. Explore Disney World. <laughs> it's well, gorgeous. I might actually have the advantage on that one. I I think. Oh, you're a million, off, uh... <laughs> dude. Let me complain. I, it ain't like you're driving a bus there or something. Come on, dude. Come on, man. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it really is. I I would go insane. That's the reason why my. That's why I'd be a better boat driver than the bus driver, John. Because there's, you know, there's it's very few people gonna cut you off on the water. Yes. True enough. Yeah. My wife goes, Doug, you would literally, I, my wife bet me I couldn't make it a week driving a bus in Walt Disney World with my attitude. <laughs> I go, you don't think I make it? She goes, I wanted to say a day, but I don't want to really hurt your feelings. But she, <laughs> she don't think I would make it a day, a single day. And then I go a day and then she goes, well, want to be real? Maybe an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Because I can just see it now. Somebody walking across the bu- the bus depot in front of the bus or something. You'd be off the bus screaming at the idiot for walking in the wrong area, loading zone or something like that. She knows me so well, Johnny. But no, the boat, the, the other thing with the boat is the ramps are pretty narrow. There's not many areas for people to get out of place. Am I wrong, John? Yeah, yeah, you can pretty much uh, control your crowd and, yeah. and stuff like that. And I would say what would you say probably 85 90 percent of the people on the boats are taking the boat because they want to and they have the time they want to enjoy themselves they're not in a rush they're yeah. not trying to trying to uh make a dinner reservation or anything like that they're taking the boat because they want to enjoy being outside on the water yeah and so you have a, a more chill crowd you know i i constantly get people when are we leaving uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've got I got a flight to catch. That's not my fault that you yeah. have a flight to catch. I'm sorry, but it really isn't. If I'm supposed to leave in five minutes, I'm gonna try to leave in five minutes. I mean, I'll do what I can, but I can't get off a of schedule because you have a flight to catch, or you're gonna miss your dining re- dining reservation. That's not my fault. I'm sorry. So. Yeah, I'd probably have uh, hand signs that you hold up like a crossing guard, but mine would say "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. It would just, uh, I would go, but no, I would, I would love to drive the boat. It's so relaxed, and I wouldn't worry about too many people cutting me off. You know what I mean? It'd probably be one of my buddies driving another boat. That's about it. Or Rico Suave, who uh, was trying to hit on my wife when we were down there on that pontoon boat. There you go. Yeah. Anyhow, what do we have here, Johnny? It says construction walls are coming down, but there's more going up. Uh, Around where uh, Communicure Hall and Plaza have been added, there's more walls up, which will keep guests clear of the still active construction site at opening day for Communicure Hall, which includes the Mickey Mini Mickey and Friends meet and greet is not yet available. So this front of this park work is taking forever, dude. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Tron Light Cycles on the TV right now. I wish I was on that now. That ride is great, but it's like a... Dude, it's a blink of an eye. Now, I will say, Guardians of the Galaxy might be the longest ride on property. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it to you, didn't it? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That thing... I, every time I thought it was going to end, we did another swirl. I felt like I felt like a mixed drink by the time I got off that ride. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could say that. I'm glad I wrote it with you, John, but Brenda, hopefully we're with people that she can go on with when I'm down there next time. Uh, but there's not much more news, John. I'm headed over to the other site. Uh, what do we else? Dude, I was telling the guys about the beignets over at French Quarter. They are so good, John. We were talking about, we uh, one of the, the bosses on the job bought it, brought in a, fresh donuts and pastries for everybody and it reminded me because it was first thing in the morning they were still hot and on it reminded me of going over to French Quarter and getting fresh beignets in the morning and then and the reason that reminded me is now they got hot hot cocoa Mickey beignets ringing the new seasons at Port Orleans French Quarter John they look so good you see in this picture yeah, yeah those beignets are really fantastic and uh, I like their coffee actually too because it's uh uh, they actually have a version of the New Orleans chicory coffee, so it's 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 pretty tasty itself. So, dude, I drink I drink one of the most masculine coffees this morning while we were uh, recording. I'm sure you did. I had a peppermint mocha. Starbucks peppermint mocha is my new uh, favorite drink, John. Only tough guys drink peppermint mocha from Starbucks. John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe tough guys that talk drink it and then talk about it. Yeah. Dude. The bite that the peppermint has, dude, it's like a whiskey, dude. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Dude, it puts hair on your chest. Yeah, dude, yeah. You know how, like, Wyatt Earp and then when they got at the bar and they did that shot of whiskey? Go, <clears throat> That's what it's like when you're drinking pepper mocha. Real men drink <laughs> peppermint mocha, dude. Uh, where we got here? What do we have here? Uh, the e Yeah, those thing. do look good. Yeah, those do the beignets. I want some right now, John. Rumor: Stolen furry fan art used in Shanghai Disneyland Utopia without artist knowledge. Oh, that's not good. Where's the Walt Disney World news? It used to be where you just grabbed that. Now that every site they they outdo themselves, John. 
I don't know, but the the Grand Theft Auto with a parody of driving around Walt Disney World sounds pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> purported leaks and rampant fan speculation have encircled the heavily anticipated Grand Theft Auto 6 video game for years before its existence and upcoming release uh, were confirmed by Rockstar. Additional rumors have surfaced in days leading into the game's December 5th trailer launch with the latest suggesting that Grand Theft Auto 6 will feature an in-game Disney Parks parody known as Fairyland, <laughs> dude, that would be. I might have to. I haven't played oh, that. Oh, I'd have to buy it. Yeah, just that. <laughs> I ain't played that. But talking about the buses and people driving and cutting you off, wouldn't it be cool, John? To just commandeer a Disney bus and be running people. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be. Like, it would be very, very, very good. We know. Very good yeah, for you. We know things you can do in Grand Theft Auto, boy. I could beat up an Uber driver. Yeah, you really could. <laughs> But now you can oh. jump in the bus and or in the cars and you rip them out and you take the car. Oh, yeah. I yeah. can just see you hopping in the Disney bus and going <laughs> all, all through the park, getting all your frustration out, John. That would be awesome. Uh, that would be. That would yeah. be. So yeah, I'll have to check into that. That would be pretty fun. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, that would be absolutely incredible, John. What else do we have here? Uh, what's this? Krampus and Chris Kringle cookies make the nice list at Gideon's. My buddy Robbie was talking about that the other day. He's when he was at Disneyland. Remember, he's the one that I, I mean, Disney World at Disney Springs. I meant to say, he's the one that I gave the the recommendation to eat at Homecoming. And he goes, yeah, yeah, "What yeah. the hell was it with that?" He goes, "The food was incredible there. Everything we ate was great." He goes, "But we went by that stupid cookie place, and there was like a." An hour and ten minute wait to just get a cookie. He goes, what the hell cookie is so good you wait an hour and ten minutes? And he goes, all the people that were waiting in line for that cookie should have been walking and not waiting for a cookie. That's all I got to say. I, I, I was going to say something of that sort, too. If you look at the folks who, not everybody, but yeah, there's uh, you might like cookies a bit much. Yes. <laughs> uh, blue Hippopoto Mai Tai. Tiki Mug arrives at Trader Sam's Grotto Grog at Walt Disney World Resort. I wouldn't mind having him, John. You see him? Uh, for some reason, this is not loading correctly all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, I know Pat would love him. And all the park hours are extended at Disney, Disney World throughout the holidays, which we knew that. Uh, D23 finally releases Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny collectible coasters at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, initially teased over five months ago. Dude, you got to head over okay. to Hangar Bar and get me some of these uh, coasters, John. They're free coasters. I'm going to have to go see if I can get one of those. I got a uh, one of the bus drivers is now a bartender there, so I, oh. I might have to go see her and uh, get a couple of coasters. Yeah, I surprised my buddy the other, my buddy Matt, at dinner last night. He was talking. He's all foo foo with his whiskeys and all. He's he looks like Wyatt Earp. I have to send you his picture. He has a mug shot of him being younger. He has the big beard, the whole nine yards, and uh, he has a he uh, one of my buddies, Rob, who I was just talking about talking about Gideon's, is actually texting me, telling me what a great time he had last night. So, anyhow. 
my buddy Matt, he's a younger guy. He looks like Wyatt Earp. He joined us last night. Like he has this older black and white picture with the big beard, and he has the mustache with it frayed up a little bit. You know, the corners look like yep. they ain't wax, but they look like they're wax from his saliva. I guess I don't know what it is, John. But he's all into his whiskey and all this other stuff, and he's foo foo with swear on it in the bottom and. And I'm like, what are you swirling that for? And he's telling me the whole reason why he's swirling, which I know, but I'm just breaking his. Then I tell him, I said, listen, dude, I bartended for years. I actually have a mixology license. He don't believe me. So today I'm going to be taking a picture of my mixology certificate, John. I'm going to be showing him tomorrow. I'm going to stuff it right in his face, John. Yeah, yeah, you take that. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you why to swirl that whiskey. Dude. Yeah. I was going to be Tom Cruise, John, in Cocktail. That's all I have to say. <laughs> that was my dream back then. I like hanging uh, in bars and meeting women. I figured, why not get paid for it, John? And when I seen all the women hitting on Tom Cruise behind the bar in Cocktail, I'm like, there's a dream job, well, John. Well, look at that. Yeah. But no, the biggest reason I did is up here in the Northeast during the middle of the winter, a lot of construction sites when you're doing housing, the site's shut down quite a bit. If it snows and stuff, you're out of work for weeks if they can't get loaded with material and stuff. So I figured, well, during the slow months, you can make a good living bartending. And You make a really good living. Uh, she makes a fortune. Yes. So, yeah, I asked her why she went back from buses, and she looked at me like I was stupid. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Well, I forgot about it. Like, all these years I've talked about driving boats and everything, I wouldn't mind being the handsome, old, distinguished, cool bartender at muddy marty i mean over at muddy rivers john that would be a nice gig muddy rivers or yeah there's there's bars all across property yeah. where you could and none of them are open until two or three o'clock so no. you wouldn't be working i think the last one probably closes at 11 so the latest you'd ever get out of there would be 11 30 so it's not like extremely late hours you know no, if so. i did that like i said to brenda like part-time a few days a week if i got in there i mean that would be awesome. You can make some serious nice scratch to live off of in a few days of tips. And, yes. Yeah, and, and especially, I mean, uh, both those jobs and the um, serving jobs at Walt Disney World, they they're obviously pay the best, mm -hmm. but it, you have to be part-time for years before you even have a, a chance of becoming full-time, so you don't have any benefits, obviously. But for you, you wouldn't care about that. You would just be after uh make a couple of bucks for that night so yeah, yeah if you just wanted to go make a couple hundred dollars every, uh, two or three nights man you that'd be set for you yeah so. i'd be like the sexy senior over at muddy at muddy rivers <laughs> like i'd have all sexy the single elderly ladies coming over to get a, a nice drink john <laughs> I know, brenda if i brenda wouldn't mind it if i was making money i wouldn't do anything inappropriate yeah. but just for eye candy john i i think i get the I, I job see. <laughs> i would get the job dude uh, be like, you know, I don't like to brag, John. Uh, no, not at all. Never. Dude, believe it or not, I am very insecure, John. But I don't see much else here, John. Do you? Nope, that's about it. I'm just going to get ready for this crazy game today of screaming, John. Tone it up. Uh, the people movers on the screen right now, John. It's going over over the Walt Disney World Speedway right now as we speak. I do love looking at them cars, John. I'm at the point now where I don't want, I don't want them to get rid of them. I just don't know why they're not electric. But it is it is nostalgic now. I don't want them going anywhere. Do you? Uh, I, I personally, I mean, I remember that was the first 
any type of vehicle I drove with my mom. So I, I have fond memories of that. And that was the first type of vehicle that JJ drove with me. So, yeah, obviously we have some uh, sentimentality connections to it. So Yeah, I just love the people mover and looking down at that. I don't do that often, the Speedway, but I do. It is nice to see, too, the young kids all excited to get on their, like you said, your yeah. first driving experience. That It is cool watching the fathers and the with this and the mothers with the daughters and their kids riding on that ride together how how you could see the fun and joy they're having getting on that ride so i i do yeah, like that ride for that and it's a total go-kart you uh experience that's totally safe because yes. as soon as you take your your uh foot off of the gas you stop and you're on the track so you can't really wreck into each other so yeah and just so everybody knows that's presley with a hairball not me in case you heard that, John. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard something. <laughs> yeah, it was Presley on the floor. He's licking, and he got, his hair is full coat right now, so he gets hair balls, and he's down there. <laughs> Reminded me of the uh, uh, the thing from Christmas Story. Yes, that's I mean, what it was for. We were, yeah. He was doing yeah. uh, impersonations <laughs> over here, John. Okay. No, yeah. he's got it up now. Yeah. <laughs> now I'll just find yeah. not doing some through the trash. Yeah, that's awesome. But no, we... Uh, I love that whole area, dude. I hope it don't ever really change. And, and I will give Disney credit for that. I do think Tron fits in well, that building over there, don't you? Yeah, it looks good. And um, actually, yesterday and tomorrow, I have very early days. Um, yesterday was 520, so I went over to uh, Riverside. I was picking up at, what was I picking up at Riverside at like 6? Um, drop off at 630, so it was still dark. And so when you're coming up over the hill... And you see the uh, Space Mountain right in front of you, and uh, Tron's all lit up really blue behind it. it. looks really cool. So, No, I I love it. I, I, I love that whole Tomorrowland theming, everything. Keep it the way it is. I mean, it would be nice if one of these years they did something with the Stitch building and, <laughs> and had another attraction over there. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. really, it's getting out of hand now. Like, how long is it going to be before something goes in there? I mean, it's almost They've as bad had... as studios with Doug Live and the American Idol building and all that. Yeah, they've never had anything really successful in there. I mean, it, what was it? Mission to the Moon when it first opened, Mission to Mars, and then the Alien Encounter, and then Stitch's Great Escape. And I don't know if any of those would ever make it on. Very few people would ever have any of those attractions rated as a, a uh, their top uh, uh you know, attraction at Walt Disney World. I thought Alien Encounter was fantastic. But yeah, it scared the Jesus out of you. Yeah, mm. and it was claustrophobic to a lot yeah. of people. But yeah, it was it was really well done. They really really uh, pushed the bar on that one, but too well done because yeah. <laughs> it didn't fit in, and it didn't fit in at Magic Kingdom. That should have been done at Hollywood Studios if you're going to do it, or better yet, Universal should have stolen that concept and yeah. put it somewhere out at Universal because that makes a lot more sense at a at more of a teenager park than it does at a Magic Kingdom. So no, they should put some kind of Wally attraction or something in there. That would fit futuristic. Yeah, yeah, Wally would make sense. Yeah, because yeah. they have nothing yeah. for him in the whole park. No, anywhere. And Wally yeah. was a uh, really good movie. So. It was a great movie. I think it was. It was I think Wally's one of the most underrated movies Disney ever that that people and, talk about. I love that show. That and whole very movie. predictable. Uh huh. 
the future. Uh, it's a little scary as to those people on sleds uh, yeah, just well, making their movements. I might see that quite often. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, all the idiots doing self checkout and all this other stuff, and when there's no jobs and you're sitting on a a plane like Wally, don't cry to me, because that's what it's coming to. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I uh, I love it. I'm, uh, the people movers just chugging away, John. I'm always in a happy mood when that's going. So, but say a prayer for my birds today. Hopefully they win, and I have a happy week at work. If not, it's going to be listening to one stinking cowboy fan all week. Yeah, we're coming for you. <laughs> we're coming for you. One of the losers that lives in this area that. Roots for the Phillies, roots for the Sixers, roots for the Flyers, but roots for the Cowboys. Because when I was a kid, my dad uh, had a spur in his boot, and he said it was like being a Cowboy, so I became a Cowboy fan. Don't you love all the creepy Cowboy fans that they have to tell these stories of the reason why they became a fan of a team? One time when I, 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 I flew out to Denver for a uh, business meeting and on the way back we had a layover in Dallas. Yeah. I got off the plane and I had the best burger I ever had in my entire life and that's why I became a Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, no, 100% man. Had nothing to do with <laughs> had, nothing to, had nothing to do with me growing up a freaking loser in the 90s and they were winning and I wanted to be a winner. So I I, I wanted to be that guy cuz there every every school has that guy. In the last 20 years, that guy's became a Patriots fan. You understand? All those years. And yeah. the Niners. The Niners were another Montana era. I mean, I even my own stinking aunt and uncle. Their, uh, my aunt and uncle. When the Niners went on that run. Mm-hmm. I go over to my uncle's house, and 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 he has on a, a Niners jersey. I mean, a Niners jacket. I'm like, and my cousin. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, we always liked the Niners. No, you haven't. I've never seen... <laughs> I mean, dude, you've never seen... And the Niners suck forever, am I wrong? Then yep, all of a sudden, yeah. you start going to school and you're going around like you're seeing Niners stuff. And then during the Patriots, I'd never seen anything. And I used to love the original New England Patriots helmets back when... Uh, uh, Vin- I mean, what was it? Grogan or whatever had... Uh, it had the... the the, the guy was kneeling down in the three-point stance, the old-school Patriots. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved all that. And 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 I never seen New England anywhere. All of a sudden, they win a couple Super Bowls. I'm, you're seeing New England Patriots stuff here in, in Philly. It's like, you loser. You're from Boston now. You're from Mass. You're from anything up in New England State. No. What the hell? Well, what happened was... Tom Brady flew over my house one day, and I I knew he was on that plane, so it's like, shut up. But I, I saw something interesting the other day, and I have to admit, I was I was sorely disappointed with the state of Florida about. There's a lot to be disappointed with the state of Florida, but this one I'm, I'm really broken up about. So, you know, we have uh, not the personalized plates, but the specialty plates, where you can get the University of Florida on there, you can yeah. get any of the sports teams, you can get... Uh, big brothers, big sisters thing. You can all oh, kind. I think we have something like thirty-seven different selections. Yeah. Well, apparently they now have one from the state of Florida for the University of Georgia. Now, how dare you? No, that's just stupid. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's I a mean, money grab. I was so, yes, nothing but. I was so disappointed. I mean, really. And speaking of that, uh, Alabama beat Georgia. Eight. I, they did. And 
And I hate both teams, to be quite honest with you. But the thing I like about it is I have a bunch of those players on my Eagles right now. We Our last couple drafts have been Georgia and Alabama. So I'm hoping they're so pissed off about that game they take it out on the Niners today. That's what I'm hoping for, John. But yeah, Everybody's mad at each other. Yeah, Georgia was smelling themselves, dude. And that's what happens. Yeah, and, but what they've what the Alabama's done is thrown a huge wrench into this whole playoff thing. So for the college, yeah, it's a mess now. That I mean, is Florida State going to get in? To I mean, they won ACC uh, with an undefeated season, so they almost have to. But their quarterbacks hurt, so they're probably going to get killed. So I I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's I, very very. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So. What makes no sense to me is. In college football, and everybody knows with real with any kind of football or sports, scheduling, road games. There's a lot more that comes into it with just the record. Like there's sixth and seventh place and eighth place ranked teams, which we proved this week, that could beat the number one team any given Saturday. So yeah. I think that I've I've said it for years. I think the top ten teams should make it, and the first two teams should get a bye. And after you get that far down, there should be no argument 11 on. Shut up. You understand what I'm saying? But the top four, it's it's so hard to, to predict who they should be, especially when the, all the top four have one loss. Am I wrong about that, John? Uh, yeah. Well, this is the last year it's going to be like that. I mean, uh, I think next year they're going to either 8 or 12. Yeah. So, and uh, even that's good. I'm good with 8. But yeah, the top four no, is no, ridiculous. Yeah, this is – but, I mean, at least four is better than what it used to be where you just had to uh, find your way through and get the best two. And yeah. there was only, you know – No, 100%. Really it improved. So, yeah. But it still didn't stop the no. – th- there's been fifth and sixth place teams that were undefeated because of their their strength of scout. You understand what I'm saying? They yep. didn't play. But, and then there's other ones like – I think a lot of it has to do with – like when Ohio State plays Michigan, or when uh, your when your Gators were really good and they were playing really good Georgia or Alabama teams, whoever had the home field usually had a major advantage because in college football you don't get to play at each team stadium once; it's one game, and yeah, that's a major yeah, advantage yeah. to playing at home in college football. Am I wrong? Oh, it's huge. I mean, especially some of them stadiums, uh, friggin' Ann Arbor. Yeah. God, God, they put, what, 100,000 people? Yeah. In, oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, Ohio State and Michigan, when they play on the road, it's a major advantage who has the home game that year. Doesn't mean yeah. later on if they both won, if they're both 10-1 and one or 11-1 and one at the end of the season, because Ohio State lost at Michigan, if they played at Ohio State, they might have won. You understand? So it's hard to who, – who these voters are. A lot of the traveling, the back-to-back schedules, it's not fair when – Penn State has to play Ohio State, Michigan back to back, but Michigan and Ohio State big games are separated by weeks, and you you get what I'm saying with that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that go into losing a game, like like us, the Eagles this week. We went from playing the schedule makers. I have no clue what the hell how much they hate us. I mean, we went from playing Miami to Kansas City to Buffalo to the Niners. Uh, I'm lying. We played the Cowboys. We, we played Miami. We played the Cowboys. We played Kansas City. We played Buffalo. Now we're playing San Francisco. Then we go to Dallas, and then we got to play in Seattle, John. What the hell kind of schedule is that? Uh, a Super Bowl contender. 
Yeah, but not. <laughs> but Dallas is supposed to have the same schedule, but theirs is dispersed. If you understand, they played three yeah, games yeah. at home in a row, John, and they're going to be playing us at home too. I mean, it, it, the schedule makers can decide a lot to do with how a season comes. Just the way the games roll out. The, when you win and lose certain games depend on where you're flying and to and from and all this other stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Thursday night games mean, mean a lot, especially if you if you play on the Sunday before and yeah. all that type of stuff. So you've got a short week to, to get yeah. ready. So. Like it sucked for the Niners playing that Thursday night game last week, but then they had 10 days now to get ready for us this week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's there's... There's a lot of different advantages that go into it. That's why I'm saying top three or five, I mean, top four teams is hard to decide when you got, what is there, 20,000, 30,000 college football teams? I'm exaggerating, yeah, yeah. but NFL is 32 yeah, teams. Yeah, a gob of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. The NFL is 32 teams, and they got, you know, what? What is it? Each division now is up to almost 10 make the playoffs? I mean, it's crazy. It's not that but in college, you got four teams out of three thousand or four. It's it's just nuts to decide who makes it. So, but yep. anyhow, I'm very interested. I'm very. I'm going to be very angry and excited tonight, John. Today, John. <laughs> I think I'm going to do hot dogs, baked beans, and mashed potatoes to celebrate my game today, John. Ooh wee. Good old Doug. Doug went from high end falutin eating last yes. night to <laughs> dude. But I'll be honest with you: hot dogs, baked beans, and mashed potatoes on my uh, living one of my living list last meals. That that would be a top five, John. That's all I'm saying to you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just good old uh, food. Like the other yeah. one is meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and, and uh, baked beans, John. It's good Actually, living right for, there, uh, dude. Am I wrong? Yeah. Uh, for for my birthday, Lisa made her meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and uh, the fresh green beans. Yeah, and you know how I like my green beans. Yes. So, yeah, that, yeah, that's what that's what I wanted. That's all I wanted for it's, for my birthday. That's heaven. Brenda does the ones with the little bit of a tomato sauce with the green beans too. You ever have that with the 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 garlic and all? Have you ever had that? No, nah, no, nah, not that type. Oh, dude! But you... as long as they were, as long as they were mushy, I'd be good. Yeah, she, <laughs> I don't dude. want no al dente, no, no al dente green beans. I don't please. like any al dente veggies at all, to be honest with you. I would agree with you. Uh, yeah. Take all the vitamins out. I don't care, but make them, make them soft. <laughs> yes, yeah. Same thing with my broccoli and cauliflower. If, if it's hard and I got to chew it more than five times, I don't want it. <laughs> it's like, Tew. see ya. But no, yeah. she uh, makes these uh, green beans that has a, it has like a tomato sauce kind of to it. And it's it's outstanding, John. They're really good. So had to get we had to get I had to get you that recipe. You can try it one of these times. I think you'll like it. So, but yeah, they're all good comfort food that I'll put up there with anything, John. Myself, I mean, I enjoy my crab legs and lobster and my filet mignon. But sorry, Robbie, I'll enjoy a hot dog every once in a while and a meatloaf. <laughs> Do you think Robbie even eats meatloaf, John? I bet he does. I've seen some good looking burgers and stuff. And he okay. goes to In N Out Burger and stuff okay. like that. So. I just, yeah. just checking. I, I think he was above the meatloaf, John. I really did. I don't think so. I think I think you can appreciate a. Uh, Wonder if he ever had uh, mom's meatloaf at the Magic Kingdom. I mean, at Hollywood Studios at 50s Prime, 50's prime Time. Prime time yeah. If he hasn't, he has to try it. He hasn't eaten unless he's eaten that meatloaf, John. So, but anyhow, we digress way, 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 way too long. But it's nice to have oh, you home. Oh, one, one more thing, Doug. Okay. I actually, I had to, I had to step into a, 
a discussion this week on the bus and I always feel awkward. Like when there's one group of people on there, should I say, you know, if I know something, should I say something or do they think I'm over? I'm over. I obviously I'm eavesdropping on their conversation. I can't help it. I get really bored and I, I hear y'all talking. So I'm going to listen to what y'all have to say, but they were discussing the ducks at Walt Disney world, not the duck ducks, but Donald. Okay. And then they were saying that, and Daisy, right? Yeah. But then they were saying that Daffy was part of them. And I couldn't oh, help yeah. it. I was oh, like, no! <laughs> Daisy? I, I, I gone. Daffy is part of war. I know. I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry, but I got to break in here. <laughs> I, I would have stood up and gone, suffering succotash. He does not belong. <laughs> no, he does Daffy not belong. Daffy is part of Warner Brothers. How dare you? <laughs> Dude, I was horrified. If I had a dollar for every time Brenda squeezed my hand or told me to walk away because I was over eavesdropping somewhere, she goes, you just can't, you got to butt in, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it when they're, like, especially when it comes to Disney, dude. I, I take my pride and my knowledge, and when they're sitting there saying things that is not true and they're yeah, being, like, yeah. telling, they're being matter-of-fact about it, I just can't help it, dude. And and I and believe it or not, I do it in other places too, John. I, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, we we know how we did that street outlaws. We, yeah. We have group of a group of people behind us a couple years ago and they were just blasting out facts about these drivers and their cars and it was so untrue that I turned around, I had to just like educate them. <laughs> And, and the girl goes, do you work for Pilgrim? And that's the company that supports Street Outlaws and uh, does all the filming. And I go, no, I don't, but you, apparently you don't because you know nothing about what is going on here. They were just, they're, I mean, they were just saying things like, uh, you know, you know uh, America's flag is green, red, and purple. You do know that, right? <laughs> I mean, you just, I, you know, you just, you're biting your tongue, but you got to eventually butt in. Anywho, no, Daffy Duck does not belong in Hollywood Studios. <laughs> he belongs to Looney Tunes, people. Uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Anyway. But that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're going to get up on out of here. Everybody, John, tell them what to do. Uh, root for Navy next weekend. Go, Navy, beat the Army slime balls. <laughs> uh, and there are any slime balls during that game, John? Oh, well, that. that that's how uh, you know as well as I do. You bust your brother's balls. Yes, so, exactly. It is what it is. But exactly. But, but I had to clarify that, John, before I get attacked from some army men. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to because I love the army men at Walt Disney World. You do know that, so. Oh yes. You're, you're but I will be guys. working for Navy because my my wife's father was actually Navy. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that, it's uh, the only game that means anything different. Navy this year, their team sucks. So, but uh, yeah, that's an important game. So, and and one of the game where you can truly respect everybody on that field. Absolutely. So, yeah. We'll and, and, if, and if you look at if you look at those guys, some of them guys uh, in the Navy uniforms are are Navy uniforms are Marines, uh, and all, all of the Army guys are soldiers. Uh, watch it with reverence because some of them guys may not be there Dude, in a couple of years. So. Yeah. It's a big thing here because it's in Philadelphia every year. Yeah. 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 We, I went to it one year when I was stationed up there. So yeah, we watch it here. Oh, so you got to go to veteran stadium. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to veteran stadium quite a few times. Actually, yeah. I saw an Eagles game. I saw that game and I went to the, uh, Phillies games a whole lot right there. So, 
Yeah. It's a shame you weren't there now because both new stadiums are a thousand times. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. But um, everybody, everybody watch that game and root for Navy. We will be. I know I will be. Like I said, my uh, I have family members, but Brenda's father was ex-Navy, so we always root for Navy. And uh, everybody be kind to one another. John, tell them to fold their strollers. Fold their strollers, please. And listen to John and get in the front door, not the back door. Okay? Please. And anyhow, everybody be kind to one another. And please head over to iTunes, leave us a review, and we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Have a great week. Bye, guys. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.